Hello and welcome to the Real Estate Nerds Podcast. On this Bad Beats episode, we will explore the human side of real estate investing with a seasoned pro about to make the legendary worst deal of their life. A deal isn't just the investment, it is also the person. Stay with us and learn what it takes to be the best investor. Hi, and welcome to the Real Estate Nerds Podcast. I am your host, Scott Royal Smith. If you're watching this on Facebook Live right now, you probably just heard one of the best conversations that may have ever existed on the face of the internet. Um, just live and in charge. We give a behind the scenes look on Facebook Live before every single one of these episodes, guys. So if you're listening to this podcast, make sure to check it out on live and get the, uh, the unadulterated content uh, uh, from, uh, from me and the guests on here. Uh, I'm with two great friends of mine. I got to tell you, these are straight up awesome dudes, um, that just like to do, you know, real shit, real spit about like how stuff really works. And we were just talking about before that show popped off that our favorite part about podcasting is that the more we level up by the more people, um, that we get to interact with through podcasting and professionally, the more we get to share it with other people and how that's such a cool experience because, um, we get to do all the high-level networking for you and then just spit out the gems for you into the podcast and through these interviews. So if you're tuning into great shows like Real Estate Nerds um, or to, to Rookie Real Estate Podcast, you're going to be able to grab some of those gems. So I'm going to let the fellows introduce themselves and give a little bit of background today. We're going to be talking about a worst deal, which is where we know we learn our best lessons from other people so we don't have to make the same mistakes ourselves. So guys, if you could uh, introduce yourselves and just give us a brief um, you know, synopsis of what are you guys doing right now in your life, the kinds of people you're helping and give us a, a little background of what was going on before you got into your worst deals. Well, um, my name is Art, Art Kelly, and I'm the host of the podcast. And uh, I am a uh, full-time real estate agent with uh, Benchmark Realty here in Middle Tennessee. We're in the Nashville area. And, uh, and so we started the podcast about a year and a half ago, something like that. Mm, Almost, yep. yeah, about a year and a half. Uh, because we were both rookie agents, um, you know, I'm, I've had my license for about three years, but uh, really actively been selling for two. So, um, so yeah, we started podcast with the idea of, you know, how can we learn? And so we started just interviewing people because we didn't know what the heck we were doing. And um, so yeah, that's that's me. And this is Paul. Yeah, this, I'm Paul. Uh, uh, background stuff. So I'm usually not on the. Uh oh, stuff's changing. No, you're uh, good. It's coming. Okay, I, I'm usually not on the actual podcast, but Art usually interviews, and I'm doing all the editing and background stuff, running our Instagram and all of that kind of thing. And I'm also a real estate agent. I've done nine deals, uh, two years. I've been in the business, so a little slow on the real estate side, but we're doing a lot with the real estate. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, hey guys. So we got Art and Paul here today. They're from the Rookie Real Estate Podcast. They're both real estate agents. Um, they're coming in here today and we're going to be talking about a worst deal. So um, when did this worst deal happen? Okay. So my worst deal, um, it was all, almost two years ago. Um, it was, so I, I, I guess there's a few things that let me pre-qualify what a worst deal is. Like for me, a, a bad deal is when you go through a bunch of crap and you don't get paid a whole lot of money for it. And you probably learn more than you've ever learned on any one deal. That's usually how a bad deal, worst deal goes for me. So, um, but mine was, uh, it was a lead program. I was working with the Weikert uh, real estate organization at the time. And, um, and we would get these leads in and, and you, I think you pay after you, you get paid on them, you get like 35% taken out or whatever. <laughs> and we met in their house, uh, this house that we were, it was just a house they wanted to look at. And, 
so we started talking a little bit and just kind of got the information and they were really excited. You know, it was, it was kind of an exciting moment for them as a couple that was about to get kicked out of their apartment. And, um, so they, um, they, you know, they called up the lead program or whatever, you know, tried to find out something about the house and that's how I ended up getting the lead. And, um, so anyway, they, uh, we met, we talked and then they left and on their way home, they drove through a neighborhood and they found a for sale by owner. And, uh, and when they found the for sale by owner, they called me and they're like, Hey, you know, we're just driving around and this lady's like walking out the yard and she's, uh, she's putting a for sale by owner, you know, sign in the yard and we're driving by. And so they were really excited about, you know, maybe getting a chance to buy a house. So, uh, so anyhow, so I get into the process, start talking to the lady who's the, the homeowner. Well, as we, as we start talking, um, this lady's gone through a divorce, um, the, the seller and, uh, and, I, and I'm, this is my first time dealing with a for sale by owner. So I, I'm learning, how much work we're actually doing when we take on, I'm taking on a buyer for a for sale by owner. Now I'm actually taking on that seller, you know, all their information and I got to write up all their half of the deal, but I can't cert say certain things cause I don't represent her, but you know, it, it just started getting sticky. And then my people come to find out they, they can't buy a house. So I'm like, well, why are we even looking? What are we, you know, what's the deal here? Well then mom, who's involved, who lives in Georgia. So we're in Nashville area. Mom lives in Georgia. They call mom, mom's side. She's going to get involved and she's going to help to buy the house for her family. But it's, so it's a for sale by owner and we got a buyer that's out of state. And so we start just talking and just kind of start trying to figure some things out. And uh, well, as I'm talking to the mom, I find out there's like all kinds of family drama going on. So mom, mom hates the wife and doesn't really have a very good relationship with her, but her, her son who she's buying the house for and their three kids, those are the ones that she's really buying the house for. And she just starts going on this tirade about this guy's wife. And, you know, and I'm just sitting here going, I, I mean, I, okay, I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> what are you supposed to say? You know? And so it just became this big giant, you know, thing. So, so come to find out mom had lost her husband like a year prior so, so there was a lot of that angst going on, but, um, but she was a handful. I mean, she was just a handful. And so the whole time that I'm dealing with, so it really wasn't the deal as much as it was just the client. <laughs> well, how do you do that? Cause there's probably like a right way and a wrong way to do like client management. So like what, yeah. what went wrong with, um, with, uh, well, first of all, let's talk about, you know, what is, what is, what is the right way in a theoretical context of the, how to do client management? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me know when you figure that one out. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I've heard from people before about it, as they talk about it, saying like, you might have to be, um, it, it can almost feel like unpleasant, but it's like setting what all the expectations are going to be. I'm like, well, that, that was it. You know, I, I learned probably more. And this was almost two years ago. Uh, it was right at the beginning of my business, but I was learning, you know, human beings are very emotional creatures and this process lends itself to a very roller coaster emotion for buyers and sellers. And, um, she's, she was saying things about the seller that like, she was just making stuff up. I mean, it was just, it was coming out of her and she was just saying all these bad things about how the seller is trying to cheat her out of this and not communicating with her about this and what's she hiding. And, 
you know, and I'm talking to the seller on the other side and the other, the seller on the other side is great. I mean, she's actually real easy to work with. The son and daughter were actually pretty easy to work with, but mom was super suspicious of everything that was going on. And so, um, so like it was just this nightmare and, uh, oh gosh, man, you know, I was just thinking of is that like, this is where people bring their baggage from prior relationships into yes. their relationship. <laughs> yes. This is like a bad girlfriend. Oh, it's just like, exactly. where, where are you coming from this from? Like who hit you? So, so yeah. and all, yeah. all the while that this is going on, like in the back of my head, I'm yeah. going, I'm, you know, I'm doing twice the work. I'm getting paid half the money and I'm going through this headache and, and that's it. You know, I'm just, I'm frustrated. It's nightmare. I'm just thinking I'm not even, you know, I'm, this isn't even going to happen and I'm going through all this stress. And, um, but I had to learn how to keep my own cool through the whole process and just, just be that, that even keel person but through that isn't, process. Isn't that, I mean, one, that's like, you know, that's some Zen stuff you're trying <laughs> to do there, right? Yeah. Like, that's like that one of those like spiritual walks where it's like, you can burn me yeah. with that stick and I won't feel oh, yeah. anything. You know? <laughs> that's right. Like, right. Walk over the coals. Yes. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, I, I know like I, you try, I mean, I think, I mean, I try to do that, but I, that's, it's tough to do. That takes like a lot of meditation and a lot of discipline to be like, well, all right, I, cool. I'll know? agree with you there, man. You know, like, uh, you know, my, um, you know, I, I, I'm a, I'm a deeply spiritual person. Um, you know, so I, I mean, I think that it's so funny cause like we can't, I can't separate that part of what I do in my business from my personal life and all that kind of stuff. And, that's a very, very important part of this. Cause I, I just have to go, okay. Um, you know, God, you got this, you put this out here for these people and, um, and you, you open this door for them. So just let, let me be the, you know, the instrument, the tool or whatever to help them get from point A to point B and help me not to get caught up in all of the, the, the bull, you know, and, um, cause that's, that's exactly what happens. So, um, so I mean, that's, that's one of, one of my worst deal. We ended up closing that deal. Uh, the mother finally came up like the, the week before we were supposed to close and I met her face to face and, and, and she was, she was great. Like she was perfect by that time, but my goodness, the whole process was just like a, it was like a roller coaster. And, uh, anyway, that was one of the worst, you know, but I learned so much because it was a FISBO. It was a lead. I was having to do a lot extra work than what I thought I'd have to do. Um, and uh, so, but those, those are those moments where you really do learn, like you said, man, how to, how to really handle that, the emotional roller coaster of the people that you're dealing with. Yeah, so. dude. I was wondering about that. Like, what is, um, what do you do to, you know, like part of this is that you can sniff out when you're going, you've gone down the wrong track once, right? Like, ah, this deals look like it's going to be twice as much work. I'm not going to be making yeah. a lot of money out of it. This is going to take a lot of my resources to keep my, you know, my shit together like, yep. while I'm having to deal with all these people. So it's a huge investment both in time, but also like of yourself, like how much yep. of yourself do you actually have to, you know, spend as like a currency of your, you know, your spiritual energy, whatever you want to call it, right? Whatever that yep. part is that we always feel like it's depleted after we have to deal with situations like that. Mm -hmm. um, and, and how do you, you know, but, but what's tricky to me is that you can, get into a place that's like that and it can start to go down that path. But when you pull the rip cord, it's never like one cut that was so bad that you had to break up. Yeah. It was like a thousand little cuts that happen <laughs> over a period of time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then pretty and soon you find everywhere. yourself in an abusive relationship and you're like, <laughs> how did I end up here? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't deserve this. 
Yeah. Um, so is there anything that you do or that you learned about um, yourself or anything that you put in place now to like help, help you not go back down that same, that same road? I'll tell you, this is what I'm learning through all of these. And, and I've had several deals like this over the last year, learning how to have a long game view in everything that you're doing as a real estate agent. So like, so yesterday I went to the son of that house I actually went to that, to their house yesterday. I was there. Um, it's always been, it's been a while. And I'm, you know, and as I'm learning how to do this business and learning from some of the best agents and, and coaches around the country, I'm learning that your past clients are your best future clients or they're, they're your best referrals for future clients, right? They're your referral sources. So if you're going through this, this experience uh, and understanding that, listen, if I have the long game in view, well, like this son and his wife, she's a physical therapist. He's a stay-at-home dad. Um, I went by their house yesterday, brought him a couple little, you know, cheap little, I don't even know. Oh, <laughs> I made up these little uh, uh, flashlights, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're like a dollar. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know see. Yeah. And, uh, but I put on it um, a little pot. It's a pot-buy gift. You know, it's got my name on it, my information. It says you and your referrals make my business shine. It's just great. That is cute. That, that is cute. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but so I go to my past clients and I, you know, I went over and he's been, I've been talking to him for a year about going because he went and built out a section of his house. And, and so I wanted to go see the work that he, he had done. And I saw him and his kids and saw all the stuff that they've done to the house. And so that relationship is still there even though it's been two years since I sold that house. And so what I'm learning in my business is that if I keep maintaining contact with the people that I've done business in the past, you know, if I'd have, if I'd have gone, man, I'm just done. I'm, you know, I'm, this, I'm not doing this deal anymore. If I hadn't hung in there with those people during that time, I wouldn't have had a pop by conversation yesterday and potentially he and his wife will be referral sources for me. And so if I'm wanting to build a business where I have to keep going back and always working hard just to try to get the next lead, that's one way to do business. But if I'm working my business in a way where I'm building relationships with the people that I'm serving and maintaining the long game uh, relationship with them, those relationships will pay off in the long run. And we had some great conversations about his mom yesterday. <laughs> you know, she, she's a, uh, she's definitely an interesting person. And, um, but uh yeah, I mean, you know, she ended up giving me a book at closing that uh, the shack or whatever, you know, she was she was a real deeply religious lady and she wanted me to have a cool book. It was really interesting experience. <laughs> yeah, well, it sounds like an interesting experience. Yeah. yeah. So I like to wrap uh, every episode that we do of Real Estate Nerds with like a, a lesson learned from it. Um, yeah. So the, the lesson that, that uh, I think that I learned from today's episode um, with it, it is to just to really have that long game of looking at saying, what are we actually trying to create? You know, today, if we keep our thinking really short term, what um, if we keep our thinking really short term and we're not thinking the long term, we get caught up in the emotion of the present instead of keeping our mind focused on where does the long term need to go. And, and that can kind of yeah. mute out the uh, from what I can hear you say, it kind of just mutes out all of the the uh, other pieces that can happen that could kind of frazzle us or something because we're like, yeah, ah, yeah. no, it's we got to keep it long. So if you were going to leave something with the listeners as like a lesson learned from your talk here today and it's like a takeaway for them, what would that be? Yeah. Uh, I would say, I would say just stick in there. Um, even with a hard, you know, I've had hard clients too. You know, you got to look at it like 
if you want the paycheck for this closing too, I mean, that's one way to say, you know, you just have to stick in there and, you know, some people are horrible people and you just have to deal with it until you get to your closing. And then, you know, like you were saying, stick after you, you know, get to there, you know, do the best you can just be the best you can be. And that's all, that's all you can control. Yeah. I would add that, uh, you know, give people the benefit of the doubt, you know, yeah, you never know what else is going on. There's, there's always, there's always stuff that's going underneath the surface of every, of everything. I mean, there's things, there's conversations that couples are having at their bedside at night that you're not, you're not there. You're not present. You don't know what their marriage is like. You don't know if they just lost a dad or a husband or a spouse. Um, you know, those are all things that contribute to stress when people are making the biggest financial decision they'll ever make, which is buying a house. And uh, so, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, personality, mental disorders, people have those issues. And so we have to deal with, and we're dealing with people. We're not dealing with brick and mortar houses. We're dealing with people. Um, and so, uh, so my, I guess my takeaway would just be, you know, give people the benefit of the doubt and, uh, and keep the long game in view. That's very cool, man. I have one, uh, one, one thing I'd recommend for you, Art. I, yeah. I was just coming to me while you were talking and where your, where your thinking is at right now and based upon what you just said. There's a, a guy who I studied, and his name is Marshall Rosenberg, and he works at the Center for Nonviolent Communication. Yeah. Um, and I think he might be retired now. Or he might also be dead. I'm not really sure. It's been a while since I've, I've caught, caught up with the guy's, guy's work. Yeah. Uh, but it blew my mind. And what his premise was, and he was, and he has like tons of these live videos from doing this stuff in conferences um, with people. But his his thesis was that he could get anybody to agree to a compromise or to an agreement, come to an agreement from the from, within ten minutes. Any mm-hmm. any problem they have, after they could tell and clearly identify what the other person was needing and feeling. Mm. He said, once both people can identify what the other person is needing and feeling in that moment, that the solutions will just come, that yeah. the solutions are actually very easy. Oh, it's hardest for people to get in sync about what they're needing and feeling. And this comes, I think, and is, is based in very much in the principles of what you're talking about, where you don't know where the people are coming from. We probably make yeah. assumptions about what they're needing and feeling from our own frame of reference, but we're not really hearing it from them. And if we can, the more that we can hear it from them of where they're needing and feeling, the more empathy we can get and the more we can give them whatever it is that they're needing that moment, which is probably why they're acting crazy. That's because yeah. they have some unmet needs, you know, yeah. around security or safety or, or people taking advantage of them where we're going to be, right? Yeah. Um, and, and his work um, actually tr- does a lot of training into how to do that on the fly very, very quickly. <coughs> it's probably one of the, the biggest tools that I, I have in my toolbox for how to connect. With That's people, cool. with Marshall people. Rosenberg, you said? Marshall Rosenberg with the Center of Nonviolent Communication. And he has some weird stuff in there too. So don't get thrown off on that when he comes out with like sock puppets of like wolves and giraffes and stuff. <laughs> it gets real weird real quick, all right? <laughs> like into it. But, what about Bob there, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Into that. But that's cool, man. Hey, so for everybody that wants to um, hook up with you, Art and Paul, and, and the Rookie Real Estate Podcast, what is the best way for them to uh, get in touch with you? We're going to have some notes here in, in, in the show, of course, uh, for links, and yeah, whatnot, yeah. but maybe you can reiterate that for us. Yeah, our, our website is stayrookie.com. Um, you know, our, our whole premise of our the rookie mindset is that when you're a rookie, you're humble, open-minded, and willing to learn. You're teachable. And so, if you stay rookie throughout the life of your business, you'll do well, you'll go far, 
So that's why we have a website. It's called stayrookie.com. Um, and then the podcast, Paul, you can tell yeah, me. Yeah, the, the podcast. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. And um, Instagram, uh, Rookie Real Estate Podcast on Instagram. Yeah, awesome. Well, thanks, guys, so much for coming on the show um, here today. Thank you, everybody that tuned in for the Real Estate Nerds podcast. So either on Facebook Live, you're watching this video um, on YouTube, or if you're catching us uh, on the podcast itself. So um, appreciate you guys coming on the show. Everybody connect with us here up through Royal Legal Solutions. We're also going to be launching um, all of our groups. They're going to be custom-specific groups to individual classes of real estate investors. So we're going to have a group that's just single-family, a group that's just notes, a group that's just apartment complexes. We have over 3,000 clients across the country. We're going to start bringing my clients together and getting them to talk to everybody here in the groups as, you know, what are the people that are really doing real stuff, really making moves. Everybody that works with me are all real people. They've all made moves. That's why they've invested inside of their asset protection and their tax and their estate planning and all the pieces that they need for the foundations for growth. Uh, Cause mm -hmm. that's what all my clients are into is like, how can I have a better life and how can I grow? And so come connect with us through our Facebook groups uh, and join our, um, our mailing list. Uh, and you can do that just by going to royallegalsolutions.com and uh, signing up for the newsletter. That's how you're going to get the top quality content coming out of real estate uh, out of Royal legal solutions each week. Uh, each Friday, we blast you out a newsletter that has the top five things, the top five pieces of content that I've released that week, uh, whether it's guests from podcasts, articles I've written, places that I've published, you know, and what's the new and upcoming live events that we have. It's our five bullet Friday, so to speak, uh, of what you need to know about what we're putting out and how it can help you. And um, that's that newsletter on royallegalsolutions.com. Thank you guys for tuning in. Catch you later. Awesome. That's all for this Bad Beats episode. I'm your host, Scott Royal Smith, with the Real Estate Nerds Podcast. Did you see yourself in any part of that story? I know I did. If you enjoyed the show, leave a review to help clue in the sleeping masses of what they need to know and what we all need reminders of. Do your good deed for the day. Thanks, and I'll see you again soon.